a playlist original. Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we review the pilot episodes of TV shows to answer your question, should I watch this? My name is Me Too. And my name is BJ. And this week, we're watching The Swarm on The CW. So stay tuned to find out if Me Too ever has whale watched. Oh, okay. I have 10 minutes to remember if I have. <laughs> Until then, why don't you tell us what happened on The Swarm on CW? Sure. This series is a German co-produced science fiction thriller adapted from the novel of the same name. And in this series, strange happenings across the globe, born out of the oceans, are mystifying and imperiling the world's population. In the pilot episode, whale researcher Leon Anawak, played by Joshua Ojik, is concerned when an orca is found dead on the beach after allegedly attacking a fishing boat. So, Me Too, what did you think of the pacing of this sci-fi thriller? I thought that this felt like a movie in the sense of for people who have seen Deep Blue Sea or Anaconda or Jaws, there's like a hint of action in the beginning to be like, uh-oh, should we be nervous about these animals? And then there's, of course, you're going up the roller coaster, like 30 to 40 minutes of character development of like, this scientist thinks something is up and this scientist thinks something is up. But the issue with modeling a show in that way is by the time we got to the action credits were rolling that's true we got a snippet of action at the end and while i don't like two-hour premieres this first episode feels like it was meant to be part one of a two-parter absolutely and they didn't present it that way so mixed messages and you're our resident sci-fi nerd. You are our resident person who watches thrillers in a way that I typically don't. Mm -hmm. How did this feel as a sci-fi thriller for you? Because I didn't feel thrilled in the scared sense. I felt thrilled in that one opening scene that you mentioned. Yes. And in that closing scene <laughs> that we <laughs> mentioned. Yes. And what about the 41 minutes in between? There was maybe one moment where... A PhD student, Charlie Wagner, played by Leonie Benesh, is free diving. And I was like, uh-oh, something's going to happen. But nothing does happen. So those are the thrills. Mm -hmm. And then the sci-fi of it all. There is a lot of science. We have oceanographers, whale researchers, and people worried about policy their degrees. They have the AUVs, these aquatic underwater vehicles. Lots of science nonfiction. Yes, where's the fiction? Where's the fi and sci-fi? Well, you know how Charlie said there was a lot of fire ice? This is a light spoiler. There's a lot of fire ice, and that's unusual? I think that was fiction. Oh, so that scene was our sci-fi? Yes. Okay, so I think... Even though I am not the resident expert on sci-fi or thrillers, I guess thrillers of this variety, because I do love like a thriller of a Netflix or HBO show where like a very wealthy white woman is in distress and she's holding a secret and the town might find out and the town holds secrets. Those kinds of thrillers, those are my bread and butter. But in this case, even though I'm not as deep in the sci-fi thriller world, I would say this one is fair to say wasn't quite sci-fi yet, and it wasn't quite thrilling yet. Correct. You did not miss out on the sci-fi 
or the thrills. And I'm well aware that you did pick up on all the character development, which replaced the sci-fi and the thrills. You could say almost everyone we saw on screen was developed. I know sometimes we have the complaint on this show, you know, I don't understand this person's motivations. I don't understand this person's origin story. And and thankfully in this show, there is not a character whose motivations (laughs) and whose origin I don't understand. And that's the part that made it feel like a movie to me. I wouldn't say that it was uninteresting. I enjoyed getting to know these people. I just didn't think it should have been the whole show. And we should have chosen maybe like two or three people to do this to and then bring in the action sooner. Or to your point, keep this for episode exactly as is with lots and lots of character development and then we get that out of the way to make room for action in the show going forward and then have a part two of the pilot episode where everything picks up yeah it's hard i got that movie vibe but it's just such a large cast and i do want to compliment the writers on developing all the characters and fitting that into an hour-long show. I feel like it didn't all connect to whatever this grand mystery, the title, The Swarm, is telling us all about. Yes, where was a swarm? We still don't know. But we met so many people. We met a Leon, a Jack, a Professor, <laughs> a Raheem, a Charlie, a Alicia, a Thomas, Iona, Douglas, and Jess. Somebody with a candlestick in the library. We met everybody. There's even a couple scenes where I can't tell if whatever character is ever coming back, but I understand their familial history connection to one of our protagonists, like a deep connection. And you just go, am I even going to see this person again? Like, was this a drive-by deep connection? That one threw me off. You build this connection and you care. I cared about that character. Yes, but I don't think we'll see them again. I think that's a fair thing to say. (laughs) So I just don't understand some of the choices. Even when Charlie hooks up with Douglas, played by Jack Greenlee, a fisherman, and they're on opposite sides of some ethical debate because she's a marine biologist who doesn't eat fish and he is firmly a fisherman whom she meets at a bar. And even that dynamic, like the conflict between them, the sort of will they, won't they build a deeper connection beyond a hookup of it all was so wild to me in that I enjoyed watching that. But when you take a step back and remember, this is about the ocean kind of fighting you, I think, if we're calling it the swarm. What does that have to do with us spending 10 minutes in a bedroom with them while they're talking through this? True. And side note, since we're talking about Charlie, they set it up that she has made mistakes in her past as a researcher, like with data and things in the lab. What an amateur mistake to bring your one night stand, maybe new boo, out to sea with you. And then when you take pictures to send to your boss, you include this person. (laughs) Yes, that's the part I had trouble with. Listeners as background. Charlie discovers an anomaly. She says it out loud, which I don't know how allowed that is in the world of NDAs and government work. And then Douglas is like, yeah, no, I'll come with. Like, that sounds cool. So to your point, Beach, the unprofessionalism of that, too much. And then why would she tell on herself by filming him? To me, I had no issue with her risking like Douglas's life. Yeah, easy. Because she told him don't come and he was like, no, I want to. And then that's it. He's an adult. You're making a professional mistake. But you are on a remote island on punishment from your job. Nobody is really around to be like, "Uh uh-oh, we saw Charlie getting on a boat, blah, blah, blah. You voluntarily told on yourself, taking photos and videos of this scientific anomaly with his hands in it and with his face in it. 
it would not have been hard to be like, get out the way while I record this video. Yeah. That's it. It's so confusing. She's not trying to take care of herself. She's honest to a fault. But let's talk about some of these anomalies. Okay. There's a lot of potential here. I know that we, especially I, have been (laughs) (laughs) expressing some frustration over the slowness of the show, over a wild amount of character development. There is a big potential of the story. It's interesting. It's an interesting take on climate change stories. I agree. I like the idea that there is something in the ocean that we don't understand and we need to be worried about. Yes. I love the idea of a swarm of animals, beings, something being like, go ahead, throw one more straw in the ocean. (laughs) Do it. We dare you. And now you've started a war. I just think that to me is such a cool take on climate change stories because it's all terrible and terrifying and climate change is terrible and terrifying. And I like the narrative aspect of what happens when nature is like, no, 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 square up. Let's fight. Yeah, because think about it. How do we fight whales? Whales are huge. How do you fight a whale? I don't know. That's why Beyonce said she wanted to be a whale in that Destiny's Child interview. She knows. It's a formidable being. She's already team swarm. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) She's picking the winning side of this battle. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think that there is a really interesting mystery here. I wish we got more of it, but there is a lot of potential with what they're, I think, hinting at. I agree. And that's where this thriller aspect can definitely shine if and when we get to it. I will say I'm worried about how this large cast will play out once we start getting more about the mystery. Like, can the writers balance the ocean as a character and then all of this huge cast of humans? My big hope is if they did all this character development now, we can get to the meat of the story sooner and we don't have to spend as much time on like i was born on the wrong side of the tracks and my family does this and your family does that like now that we've gotten that out of the way hopefully it's a little bit more action and we've established everyone's motivations again i think about movies like deep blue sea and anaconda and even jaws where you have the moments of people's stories But there is always the present danger, so you're always a little bit tense. And then the focus, of course, is on the thrill and the action. Okay, me too. So the question is, will you keep watching more episodes of The Swarm on the CW to see if these thrills appear? No. With love to my German siblings, even if this show were fantastic, it just isn't my genre. If this is your genre, maybe check it out. But I would suggest watching like the first three episodes. I believe that's what they gave as screeners when they showed this at a festival. So I assume they believe the story has to be told in like two or three episodes for you to get into it. And then for people who are non-sci-fi thriller hive, I don't think this is the one that brings you in. And I would instead recommend the film Anaconda. (laughs) (laughs) okay i feel a little stronger about this i would watch again while cooking actually i'm about to go on a work trip so maybe i would watch this while traveling Mm. i see the potential and i really did like the character development and what they're hinting at with the story so i do want to find out what happens next this does feel like a good plane show yeah where your captive audience, I have no choice but to get into the story and let's figure out where this goes. There you go. 
Okay, me too. Have you ever been whale watching? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I have traveled a lot and I have been on many a boat in the ocean mm -hmm. because I love swimming. I love snorkeling, though I'm a little bit scared of that right now um, of like going, <laughs> being dropped into the middle of the ocean to do some snorkeling now. I don't remember if I've been whale watching in the sense of like get on a boat and go see whales. I've been at hotels and stuff that are next to water and they tell you this has happened to me a couple of times like if you go on this observation deck at this hour you should be able to see some whales coming through okay did you do that yes i did i actually was on a work trip earlier this year and the hotel had that and that was my favorite part of the trip was going to look for the whales and we saw a little bit of something i'm not sure if i saw a whale or if i'm telling myself i saw one <laughs> because i was like up so early <laughs> But I don't remember getting on a boat, like going in the middle of the ocean and being like, I want to see a whale. Okay. But I do remember being on a boat in the ocean and someone being like, look over there, dolphins or something like that. So you may have seen an aquatic mammal while on a boat and you may have seen a whale. I, well, I have, but I don't know if that's the point of the trip. I feel like whale watching is a specific thing and I don't think I've done that before. Gotcha. You may not have gone on a tour. Wow. What an uninteresting two minutes of podcast i'm so sorry for people tuning in like Long my memory is not good sometimes <laughs> you can trim this later <laughs> we'll go with a yes we'll round up and we'll say you have not round you up were on that observation deck to specifically look for whales that's true not on a boat but on a very large hotel patio there you go. Well, if you want to hear more stories or hear reviews from us, <laughs> head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com and you can follow us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at thepilotpod and you can send thoughts, feelings, show recommendations, your whale watching stories to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.